All right, all you kings and queens of the leaderboards out there, welcome back to the Yendi Radio Arcade. And if you're wondering at home, folks, yes, that will be the future for any king-based video game stories we have for the show. And I got a feeling a pleasant surprise for them and something we came up with at around 3 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> but besides my crazy ideas that I decided to give flight from other people's stuff, in the case of King that was brought to you by a work in progress, I think it's time for us to put eight games on high display along with your indie high scores along the way for a very special Hyper Homecoming edition of the Indie Wall of Fame. And the first game that we have up comes from the developer Francisco Canales with their said game of Jim Fistprint. And this game automatically reminds me of a combination of Rocky with a little hint of Ready to Rumble in there as well too. And here's hoping in the near future for this game that you can add your own personal soundtrack into the mix to help keep you motivated to go and try to hit the speed bag a little bit harder or even the punching bag to try to go for that special knockout punch you'll use to defeat a crazy boxer in the near future. Cause you never know when you'll need it. And according to Carla the Maestro, they were hoping we were gonna say something about a tiger uppercut, but no, no, no. I don't really think uppercuts are that good to win fights, but then again, you know, we've only seen people get knocked out with right hooks and left hooks and and straight jabs. Those are the key to victory, in my opinion. (laughs) But besides my keys to victory for that car you're gonna drive straight to a championship in boxing, the next game that we have up comes from the developers Neon Sparkle with their said game of Lily's Potion Shop. And this game automatically reminds me of, hmm, I would have to say Secrets of Mana with a little hint of Wizard 101 in there as well. And here's hoping in the near future with all the potions that you're able to create, you get a chance to actually test those said potions in open world. Because I got a feeling after you create them and before you give them away to others, you might want to test them. Because if you don't, it might have some dire consequences to it. And according to Carl and the Maestro, when you're testing them, there might be some dire consequences to that too. And you're probably right. (laughs) And the next game that we have up with magical responsibility to be had during it as well comes from the developers Tespa or Tesepa? We'll go with the second one just in case with their set game of Necro Rumble. And this game automatically reminds me of, hmm, I would have to say an 8-bit version and a topside version of Champions of Norath if you were a necromancer. Now, here's hoping in the near future for this set game that for each enemy that you defeat, at least five of them, you get a chance to spawn in another skeleton or something along those lines to help you in battle to take out all of those people who are after you. Which, according to Carla the Maestro from the screen count of the screenshot we just seen, is at least 20. 20. Alright, so you're one person fighting 20 people as a necromancer. 
Here's hoping that at least a third of that gets turned into, you know, something that you can use against your opponent. <laughs> but besides bringing the dead back to life to help you fight a battle, the next game that we have up comes from the developers Kamen Developer. Nice name, by the way, with their set game of Cyber Sprint. And for some strange reason, this game automatically reminds me of a Tron version of MXC with a little hint of the real-life adventures of Johnny Quest. You know, minus the light cycle you get a chance to use during it. <laughs> now, here's hoping in the near future for this set game that there is a level designer that you indie gamers get a chance to design your own levels and upload them online. Cause I got a feeling a couple of you indie gamers out there will come up with some crazy levels that'll most likely test your vision and your skills while you're trying to do it. And the reason why we say test your vision because you might put a secret trap door in one of the spots while you're trying to run on a wall that is seemingly impossible to get through, but you'll find a way. I know you will. Might take you a couple of tries, but you'll find a way. But besides difficult levels that will most likely throw someone through a loop created by you indie gamers out there, the next game that we have up comes from the developers Puntin Games or Putni Games? We'll go with the second one just in case with their said game of Skies Above the Great War. Sounds like an awesome movie. One sec, guys. Hey, hey movie guy, come here. Come here, you know. Hey, read this. Read it. It's going to be a good one. Skies Above the Great War, coming soon to a theater near you. And thanks, man. <laughs> but besides that cool movie title, folks, this game automatically reminds me of Battlefield. Yeah, it really does. And here's hoping in the near future for this set game that not only you get a chance to upgrade this plane to your liking, but also a chance for you to fight alongside or against your friends in aerial combat. Because for some strange reason, this also reminds me of that aerial ace challenge that you had to do in the world of Mario Party 3, which I was an ace at. It really was. Undefeated until Peach landed on my head, but that's a story for another day. <laughs> because the next game that we have up comes from the developers VD Games with their set game of a natural Ventige. Are Ben Knights? Are Benighted? According to Carl and the Maestro, we'll go with the third one. And this game automatically reminds me of a combination of not only the evil within, supernatural, but a little hint of Resident Evil in there as well, too. More or less Resident Evil 4. And here's hoping in the near future for this game, since the assault rifles aren't getting the job done against these Marklin beasts, you get a chance to use a shotgun to try to take it to others and also get some help from a couple of your friends while doing so. And according to Carl and the Maestro, you're on your own on this one. And yes, they do have a shotgun. Nice. Because like we say all the time around here, folks, you can never go wrong with shotguns in video games. Especially against whatever sort of howling werewolf Marklin beast that was that flew by to scream. <laughs> but besides some Marklin beast trying to take you out, folks, the next game that we have up comes from the developers Straight Back Games 
with their set game of lasers. And this game automatically reminds me of a combination of Mirror's Edge with the level with the lasers featured in it and from the movie of Resident Evil. And that is a horrifying combination, by the way, too. <laughs> Now here's hoping in the near future that not only you can play this against friends and according to Carl and the Maestro, why yes you can. And also you get a chance to customize your own levels and not too entirely sure on that one. But they did show me one of the pictures of people who failed to get through that laser maze and it's not a pretty sight folks. So yeah, at least you got that going for you. Yikes. Yikes. But besides seeing people sliced and diced through a said maze of horror with lasers, the last but not least game that we have up to kick off this year for this new game hyper of a show comes from the developers Blue Squid Interactive with their said game of Dark Ride Simulator. And this game automatically reminds me of... Hmm... I don't know, I would have to say of the movie Fright Fest when you're involved in one of those horrifying rides you can't seemingly get off of. Now, here's hoping in the near future for this set game that you get a chance to ride it with friends, and according to Carl and the Mike Show, it's a VR ride only made for you, and also hoping in the near future that you get something to defend yourself with against whatever sort of horrifying creature comes after you besides a flash and they cut me off by saying there's that flashlight you're gonna have to use oh boy oh boy right well besides getting a flashlight to try to help you in combat situations folks we now head on over toward the high scores for this week. And the first high score that we have up comes from Azir27 with their said high score of 2,643,000, a part of the arcade game of Star Wars Trilogy Arcade. Next high score that we have up after that comes from my own worst enemy with their high score of 20,204, a part of the jump skill from the PlayStation 4 game of The Crew. Not bad. Next high score that we have up comes from the gamer known as Wire the Man with their high score of 457,600, a part of the Atari 7800 game of Food Fight. <laughs> Next high score that we have up after that, once again from my own worst enemy with their high score of 43,043. Nice score, by the way. From the video game of the crew for their jump skill 11. For the PlayStation 4, just in case we didn't say it. And we go from 4 to 2, folks, with our next high score, which comes from JMB with their high score of 2 minutes, 21 seconds, with a 505 aftertaste. From the Gran Turismo game of Gran Turismo 3, a spec on their arcade mode, normal difficulty, under Class B Super Speedway Circuit, with the fastest race, for the PlayStation 2. It was a shorter way to say that, but we didn't know how. <laughs> anyway, folks, next high score that we have up comes from Scar Critus 
with their high score of 133,270. A part of the game of Angry Birds Rio for the track Rio Jungle Escape 23 for the Android. Next high score we have up once again comes from Scar or Star Critus once again with their high score of 102,040. A part of the Jungle Escape 13 level from the video game of Rio Jungle Escape 13 for the Android. Next high score that we have up after that comes from none other than Rob Blum with their high score of 1,486,240, a part of the arcade game of 1942. Not bad. Next high score that we have up after that comes from none other than Retro Rob with his high score of 719,040, a part of the PlayStation 4 Sega Genesis classic game of Super Thunderblade. And the last but not least high score that we have up to wrap up the list of high scores to kick off this year and to celebrate our Hyper Homecoming comes from none other than once again Retro Rob with their high score of 31,392,880 a part of the PlayStation 4 Pinball FX3 game of Medieval Madness and a perfect way to describe that high score too and if you guys want to go ahead and check out any other crazy high scores of people that are still coming through the Twitterverse as we speak, then you can head on over to the Twitter page of one man only known as at Highscore, or head on over to their website known as Highscore.com where you can win cool prizes for your high scores. And like we've been saying for eight years now, folks, it's a fair trade. It really is. And if you also want to go ahead and get some high scoring glory for the high scores that you got to be put on high display, you can head on over to the website known as TwinGalaxies.com to also win cool prizes for your high scores and for your high scores to be mentioned a part of this show too, which is always a fair trade. <laughs> And the high score to kick off this year in the fist for this year comes from none other than Retro Rob with his high score of 31,000. They strike that 31,392,880, a part of the PlayStation 4 game of Pinball FX3 Medieval Madness. Congratulations to you, sir, and a winner is you. Well, besides mentioning that I do believe line from OSW Review that they say at the end of every single one of their reviews, I think it's time for us to head back into that music and when we return, we'll be back with a very special golden envelope $833,000 question to wrap up this hyper homecoming show like no other, right after a word. From our sponsors! So don't skip out on that bonus round just yet, folks! And stay tuned! 